I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Episode 79 of the Cantabite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm good. Tired. Work was a long day yesterday. Oh, when did you work? I worked 11 to 7, and I guess I think around like 1 or 2, they had this uh, event where certain card members can wait in a long-ass line to either get a free wallet or a purse. And literally everyone was at the casino. There was no parking. They had to close down the parking structure because there was no parking. That's how bad it was. I've never seen it that bad there before. I mean, were they? was it a nice wallet or purse? I 100% doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know why, just people at casinos and free shit. Like, it, I mean, I would have understood it if um, there was, because sometimes there's money in the wallet. That's why it gets so busy. But I guess, like, everyone got $20 of free play cash, too. So it was probably that, too. But fuck, yesterday kicked me in the ass. But I don't have anything to do today. Usually today I have, like, a bunch of shit to do. But um, switch that day over to Friday. So now I'm just going to lay at home in my pajamas and eat chili and watch the grammys so i'm pretty happy about that oh the grammys are on yeah the grammys are on I've i want to see who wins i'm honestly i i would bet and i'm not saying this in like a hipstery sort of way i'm saying isn't i'm like disconnected from music culture way i probably don't know who like 98 percent of the nominated people are okay um uh I'll, I'll give you some names of people and i'll see if you know them uh first lady gaga I know who that is. Cardi B. I know who that is because she's fuck. I actually I don't even I don't even know anything about her music. I just know she's fucking awesome, like as a person. <laughs> All right, who else? Um, Hasley. I don't know. No idea. It's okay. She's. Uh, um. Kendrick Lamar. Know who that is. I've heard some of his stuff. Yeah, he did the some of the music for Black Panther. He organized it or he did something, but the movie's nominated for a lot of shit. Especially for the Oscars too. Um, who else? Um Childish Gambino. Okay, yeah, obviously I know who that is. Post Malone. Uh, like I know the name and that it's literally it. Yeah, that that's uh 
I think that's everyone who's nominated for Song of the Year. So I think uh, you're good. Okay. You, yeah, you're, I mean, you're a hit. Could, could, like, could basically name zero of any of their songs, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll give some songs. Um, I okay. Here, let me look up the actual like Grammy like Grammy nominations. Do you like that? Right. Welcome to our uh, terrible Grammy podcast. <laughs> See, no, this right. is a good chance. This is a good change because normally it's me talking about movies that you haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And now you can talk about music that I'm completely ignorant of. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Cardi B's I Like It. Yeah. No. Okay. Like I know who she is. No idea what the song is. I think part of this thing is, I don't, I mean, I commute by subway. It's not like I ever listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. So the only way I hear stuff is if I, like, seek it out, which I just don't do. I just listen to, I mean, I listen to podcasts all day at work. And when I'm listening to music, it's like the same four people that I've listened to for the last, like, 15 years. Who are those same four people? Um, Bob Dylan. Josh Ritter, Amy Mann, um, I mean, those are the three major ones that I listen to a lot. There's other, I mean, I have other people, but. Yeah. That's good. I literally have, like, no taste in music at all. Like, I, I like everything, but, like, the only shit that I've ever bought, like, on my phone, like, I went through this weird, like, alternative rock phase. I feel like everyone goes through that. And I just have this, all this, like, shitty music on my phone, and I'm just, I'm too lazy to, like, get rid of it all, because I'm like, what if I end up liking this one day? But then whenever I'm with people and they're like, hey, plug in your phone, let's listen to some jams. I'm like, no, not with my phone. <laughs> no, we don't want yeah. that. But, all right. I've got, yeah, I've got a bit of I have a lot of cake, but they haven't released an album in like 10 years. David Bowie. Yeah. Good old Bowie. All right. Um, let me look at uh, more people for record of the year. Uh, Brandy Carlisle, The Joke. Don't know the song. Know who Brandy Carlisle is. I just saw her act. Well, what Brandy Carlisle song do I have? I have a Brandy Carlisle song on my phone. Wow. I don't even know who she is. Is she country? Uh, I don't know if it's country. It might be closer to... I don't even know what this song is. Let me look at she... Oh, no, she... Wait, um... She doesn't look country. I would be surprised. Wouldn't I think it's surprised. more like folk... Like, like folk rock, maybe? Hmm. Okay. Alright. Uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, The Shallow. I, that's the song from the movie. Yes. That I'm not going to watch because I don't want to cry. I'm off the deep end. Yeah, that one. All right. Uh, Childish Gambino, This Is America. Okay. Well, I know that song because it's fucking awesome. I want that to win, but I know it's probably not going to. Wonderful song. Um, Drake, God's Plan. I know who Drake is. Don't know that song. It played on the radio for a good uh, three or four months. Um, Kendrick Lamar and SZA 
S-Z-A, S-Z-A, all the stars. Nope, no idea. Did you ever see Black Panther? Yes. That was the credits song. Oh, okay, that's a good song. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Post Malone and 21 Savage, rock star. Nope. Okay, Zed and Marin Morris in the middle. I'm already, yeah, no. I don't know who those people are, don't know who that song is. Okay. Um... Wow, I'm looking at Best New Artists, and I don't know, like, any of these people. Um, they. Well, I'm especially not going to know Best New Artists. Jesus Christ. Well, I, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> best Rap Album. <laughs> yeah. Um, best uh, best Pop Vocal Album. Uh, Camilla, Cabe- Cam- Camilla Cabello. Do you no, know who that is? Okay. She no. sings the Havana, na-na. Half of my heart is in Havana, na Yeah, that was. And then uh, Kelly Clarkson, Meaning of Life. I know who Kelly Clarkson is. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Ariana Grande, Sweetener. I know who she is. Don't know the song or the album. It's the album. I find her, I find her often very annoying. Yeah. My dad still calls her Donut Liquor because, do you remember when she yes, got in a right. lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so whenever she's on the news or something, he's like, what's Donut Liquor up to? And I'm like, not looking at any more donuts. She's into this, like, interesting, like, pop rap vibe right now. She just released another album. And I don't know. I'm not too much into her. She's a beautiful voice, but I feel like she doesn't do much with it, which, like, bothers me because she can be creating so much beautiful music, but she's creating songs that are based off of early 2000s movies. Or music videos, but whatever. Um, Sean Mendez. Nope. Uh, Pink. I know, like I know who she is because she's been around forever. Yeah, she's still creating shit. She uh, just ha- she had another kid, I think, one or two years ago, and she's just been like spitting out some good music. And uh, Taylor Swift, Reputation. That's Eric Strathers. That's Eric yeah, Strathers' that's... girlfriend. Yeah, she he's like obsessed with her. I'm proud. Yeah, I mean, out of all Taylor Swift's albums, like not that oh, that one is a bad one, but that's only one that I go back to because I have some like sentimental, like feelings with it. I feel like every of one of her albums, like I have like sentimental feelings, but this one's like more kind of now for me but i feel like as taylor's music progresses my life progresses but that's weird because she's like almost in her 30s <laughs> i'm like early 20s but um and i'm like honestly like i'm even going back and looking at like 2018 and mm-hmm. i mean i'll note that like literally i know one of the rock albums that was nominated because that queens of the stone age album is amazing oh yeah and, like, I know that Gorilla's thing was nominated last year, but I just, I don't, I don't know. It's just not how I listen to music. Like, I just find the things that I like and I keep listening to them. I don't need to hear new things. Yeah. That's why stuff like Pandora and like Spotify is like good because you can like create playlists and everything. And that's why like the radio sucks because I feel like the radio just plays the same like seven songs like on repeat. 
like especially the ones here in San Diego like I feel like every fucking day when I drive I switch to a radio channel that's playing like Madonna or who's the other one I've been hearing it, it's like goes through the phases like I hear a lot of Coldplay or I hear a lot of Jason Mraz or I hear a lot of Michael Jackson are you gonna watch that uh, Michael Jackson HBO thing of uh, the leaving Neverland? maybe it sounds pretty interesting i want to sort of wait to hear what people have to say about it yeah yeah i'm interested in that like just to, just to watch it but because yeah. i just got hbo go so i'm excited yeah, i have my brother's login god bless family <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know what it is i guess i just i like when i'm listening to music it's often like in a background and I'd rather just have something that I know. So I end up listening like I'm going to go listen to the Nirvana Unplugged album or I'm going to go listen to Time Out of Mind again or I'm going to go listen to The Killers because it's just sort of like I've been listening to them for a while. But even like when artists I like have a new album, it often takes me a while before I actually like it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Hmm. But I don't know. Um, I don't know who's going to. I mean, I think the most popular people that might win are going to be Cardi B and well, Lady Gaga's. I don't know if Lady Gaga's going to win something here. She's definitely going to win something at the Oscars, but um, Drake might win something. <sighs> Sean Mendes, I don't get it. Like his music just is whiny. But is he uh, like a thirty something white dude? He sounds like he's a thirty something white dude. Twenty something white dude, very close. Twenty okay. something white dude that went to Rolling Stone and complained that a lot of people like as he was the one that complained about a lot of people think that he's gay. But then he was like, well, you all wish I was gay. What? He said some like really weird comments about that. And a lot of people <sighs> took that the other way. What? Yeah. Dude, nobody fucking cares. It's I 2019. I, like he like, I don't know. He, he took that like very personal. But if you could, I if look, I mean, if you're not gay, you're not gay. But if you take people thinking you're gay as an insult, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, I agree. Like he just took it very personal and I didn't like how he took it. It was like uncomfortable reading that. People always go to Rolling Stone, and that's where they do their like very like uncomfortable <laughs> like revelations. Like, isn't that where John Mayer? No, John Mayer did the Playboy one where he was talking about where he talked about his dick being racist. <laughs> yeah, what a piece of shit! I still can't believe that people like like are actually still what a piece of shit. Or I guess if you're just like, then you get people like Liam Neeson who just randomly confess to the time you went out looking to lynch a black guy. So people are insane. I'm only going to briefly talk about that real quick. I'm just dumbfounded that, like, well, number one, it's completely awful that he did that. And number two, why would you admit? I'm just thinking of that reporter. <laughs> it's it's insane. Like, if you think you're going to, like, sit down to talk about his, like, snowplow driver movie, and suddenly he starts talking about that, 
I mean, you'd be... How do you keep going on that interview? I... I'm just surprised whoever was interviewing him was just sitting there just being like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, fucking news reporters, man. I don't know how they do it. That's, that. yeah. And it's too, it's a fucking chick. I mean, fuck it. I was really excited for that movie, too. But Really? Yeah, that's not happening anymore. So I want to ask a question kind of having to deal with this, going back to Star Wars. So obviously it's the 20th anniversary of The Phantom Menace. or Yeah. So I feel like this ruins Liam Neeson's chances of, you know, coming for if they were going to do a panel for The Phantom Menace. Uh, do you think that he's going to be there? I don't think he would be anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you think this affects the chances? Like, just because I don't think that... Well, I just don't think it's Liam Neeson's kind of thing. Hmm. But I, I think especially now, like... It's it's so weird. The dude doesn't do a ton of press. He's been... He's he's always been, like, more on the private side as an actor, especially since, especially since his wife died. Mm-hmm. Like, he just doesn't do a ton of... He's not somebody... Like, he promotes his movies because that's part of the job. But he's not somebody who I, like, was always hearing, you know, stories about. Like, he's just a guy who did his job and then would, you know, do the talk shows that he had to do. And that was about it. Yeah. Hmm. I know. I I mean, as a, yeah, yeah, like, as a person, there were two things I knew about Liam Neeson. I knew that his wife died tragically. And I knew that he has an enormous dick. Those are the two things I knew about Liam Neeson until I also found out he went out to look for a random black guy to kill. Those, that's a weird three things. It's a very odd three things to have an actor be known for. Because <laughs> hmm. um, I didn't, I guess he went on Good Morning America and discussed it, but I mean, I didn't hear anything from it. So I guess he probably did a shitty job defending himself or... Maybe I mean, yeah. Or maybe just Star Wars Twitter know, is just done talking yeah. about him. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not like he's in a current movie. Yeah. Or or I don't know. Maybe Star Wars Twitter just doesn't care about racism. <laughs> I guess we have. Well, speaking of Twitter. Oh, actually, no, that's not the first thing we're going to talk about today. But. Oh, yeah, the first thing we're talking about is, well, it is sort of about Twitter because it's about how people are dumb on Twitter and psych themselves into things that are nothing and then are mad at people for not telling them things that they never told What's them they new? were going to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, there was this earning call that, uh, this earnings call that uh, Bob Iger had for Disney last week. And. Twitter convinced itself that we were going to get the title. Now, I have a couple of thoughts on this. One, can you, Brittany, think of a lamer way for the title to be revealed than overhearing it on an earnings call? Um, well, people thought for a hot second that Anthony Daniels was going to reveal it. So that would be the lamer way. <laughs> I mean, at least Anthony Daniels is in Star Wars. 
And that would be Anthony Daniels, like, talking to the fans. That's something, I mean... As opposed to... Oh, my God. Oh, God. I don't know. I think this is just part of the whole, we need episode nine title. And just, I'm... I'm done hearing the, you know, complaints, the whining, the everything. Because it's, you know... I, I mean, like, if you're our friends, but I, I get it. You know, you want a title. But I mean, like, I mean, we can wait. I mean, we don't have to have it, like, right now. I mean, we might get it by the end of this month. We might not get it. We might never get it. But that's, that's the thing is that there never was supposed to be an episode nine. You know, if Disney didn't buy Star Wars, like, we wouldn't have any of this. So yeah. I hate being like, you know, like, be grateful. But I get it. Well, also, just don't be so entitled that you get mad at them. Like, if they had said, we're going to reveal the title, and then they didn't, you're going to be mad about that. But, like, I saw people on Twitter complaining about how boring this phone call was. I'm like, you're listening to a phone call for shareholders for a company you're not a shareholder in. What are you talking about? Of course it's boring. Shut the fuck up. And I know, I know we've gotten through Bob Iger's like phone calls before. There's been stuff that dropped and mm-hmm. some major stuff. But like, I don't know why they thought the title was going to be. I don't know. I just I get so annoyed at the again, like just at the entitlement of it. Yeah, I just I get mad at the people that you know who comment on like. Mark's pictures or the Star Wars Twitter or like that's gonna do nothing like just tweeting them being like we need episode nine title like you don't fucking need anything you know you yeah I don't know also guess what Mark Campbell's not allowed to tell us (laughs) and it's it's probably those same people that are that hated the last Jedi or not not the same people, but, you know, I just... Star Wars fans are just... Blah, blah, blah. But it's okay. I mean, I, I like that people are excited. You know, it's better than everyone just being like, oh, we need to rewrite episode 8 first and then episode 9. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's fine to be excited about it, and it's fine to want a title. I want to know the title. I mean, mostly so people shut the fuck up about it's not having title and move on. <laughs> to the next thing they're going to complain about as I think tweet, uh, I think Steele was tweeting but I don't know I mean the title will come people will have a million hot takes on it people will record hour long YouTube trash fires complaining about a title or when they get the title they're going to be creating YouTube videos about how Luke Skywalker is going to pull its Star Destroyer out of the sky I mean, I know this is a little bit ridiculous to say, considering we have a Star Wars podcast, but Star Wars fans are f- fucking exhausting. Hmm. <laughs> I and I, it's not just Star Wars; it's fandom in general. I mean, specifically, you know, like internet, YouTube, Twitter fandom. But oh, fandom is just an interesting place in general because here you have these fuckers. Who, you know, are pestering and being like, we want a name title. And then, like, you have, like, 
the the art like side of the fandom where we just you know we listen to podcasts and we go on Twitter and see Haas retweeting something about raccoons, you know. So God bless Haas and his raccoon retweets. I saw. Sometimes I feel like that's the only thing keeping me sane on Twitter. I'll be really really pissed off about something and then I see a cute raccoon and I'm like, oh, okay, breathe. Hmm. Surprised he doesn't have a raccoon yet. But yeah. Oh my god. You know, if he could, that he he yeah. would. <sighs> I've I've had ra- well, I haven't had raccoons. My friend had some baby raccoons, and I got to hold them and play with them. Are they soft? They're they uh, but they have really they got very like scrabbly nails. Like I'm sure when they're older, they're very dangerous nails. Like a raccoon could hurt you quite a bit, but. As babies, it's just sort of like when a kitten scratches you, you know? How do you feel about those people that remove the nails off of cats? <sighs> um, I think it's probably not good and okay. we shouldn't I, do it. I agree. My neighbors used to do that. And I just always, like, interest, not interested in me. I was just like, w- why? I'm like, I, I get that, you know, cats, it's like they were, like, trying to keep their cats from scratching their kids or something but it's like they also have sharp fucking teeth but and they probably didn't want the cats to scratch the furniture but it's like it's a cat like the cats are gonna do things like mr b scratches furniture every now and then and he gets sick a lot and throws up all the time but that just happens it's animals you know we love them we care for them but sometimes they destroy the house but we still love them I mean, you especially shouldn't do it if you're having, like, a cat that's ever outdoors, because then you're removing the cat's ability to defend itself. Ooh. Yeah. That's true. Yep. I don't know. In general, I don't like, I mean, I don't like cats. I mean, I like, I like Jerry, which is Steel Saunders' amazing Ewok cooking cat. And I like Catherine's cat, Jack. Aw, I love Jack. Oh. And, yeah, and Haas's Walter White seems like a pretty cool dude. But I would never have a cat. I don't, I don't see the point. I, I want to, I want to, oh, sorry, go go ahead. No, I just gonna say, I want a big ass, like, pony-sized dog. Like a Masset Hound or whatever those things are called? Do you mean a Mastiff? Mastiff, yeah, Mastiff. I want a mastiff. mastiff. Uh, what I really want is an Irish wolfhound. They're big and they're gorgeous, but they're called like heartbreakers because they only live like six or seven years. Fuck. That's heartbreaking. Oh, speaking of, huge, huge shout out to Johnny Grasso, who mm-hmm. just lost his beautiful dog, Leia. Um, Johnny, you're such a good dude. Leia was, I think, like, already, like, 12 or something when you adopted her because her previous owner died. He adopted this dog who was really just, like, sad and needed a family. And I've never seen anybody love their dogs as much as Johnny loves his dogs. And... Mm -hmm. Taking care of a dog when you know that they're sick and they're not going to live very long, but you just want to make them happy and comfortable for as long as you can. That's that's amazing. 
And Johnny, I'm so sorry that you had to you had to go through this, but we're sending you lots of love to you and your family. I know the kids. I know your kids really loved her as well. Yeah, I'm sending my love too. But I know, God. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, you talk about the importance of you know adopting dogs. And, you know, that's, like, very important. Like, I want to one day probably adopt those greyhounds because, you know, they're in such need of a home because in some states now it's legal to race them. And... Yeah, so you suddenly have this influx of dogs that their owners don't want anymore. Yeah. And seeing someone like you, you know, fall in love with, you know, Leia is just so heart warms my heart you know always seeing how happy she was with you and everything and it makes me want to adopt and love an animal so thank you for sharing leia with us always she was beautiful yeah yeah thank you johnny we love you man yeah all right um should we get to uh (laughs) anthony daniels yeah okay now all right, I will say this. Anthony Daniels did not help matters in terms of Star Wars fans expecting things. Because he had this tweet. I guess, was this the day before the earnings call? Okay. One and of them was, was on February 4th, and one of them was on Feb... Two of them were February 6th. So, yeah, I think it's like the day before and then the day after. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Anyway, the one that came forward was this. How strange. I'm receiving images of something coming, amazing coming towards us. Traveling over decades through time and space. Reaching out to all humans on the planet with its message. What could it be? Should I be afraid? Should you? Stay tuned. Everybody assumed it was a title. Yeah. Which, I mean, well, I mean, most people did. Which, I, I, I get it. But the next one was... Everyone except one is looking the wrong way, but it's getting closer. Amazing. Doesn't be seem to be the right shape for a movie title or trailer. Can't see an X or anything. Oh, the signal's faded. I'm sure it'll return. What can it be? Stay tuned. I will. So, all right. So, looking the wrong way and no X in the title makes you think it's something... With the past movies. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, a, like maybe they're doing like a 4K release or something? I would think 4K. Someone tried to uh, say that it was the like original. Original, but George will not ever allow that to be given I mean, to us. Fucking, I want it to be that so badly, but I'm not raising my hopes again. When was the last time your hopes were raised for that? When when Disney bought them. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, that was my first thought more than new movies. Because I'd, I'd, I'd really like to own the non-special editions on something other than VHS. Yeah, I agree. Because who has a VHS player anymore? Do you still have one? Oh, yeah. Because I have some stuff that's just not... I mean, first of all, like the it's like Star Wars, but I have other stuff that just never made it to any other sort of print. Hmm. 
like just some random old comedies and stuff that were really small releases that I mean honestly quite frankly probably barely made it to VHS. Yeah. I don't know. And then his last tweet said I have to rest before I fall apart. But wait. Wait. I'm receiving a message from T R A V Oh, signal fading. Come back. The one who got it. I mean, this obviously relates in some way to him talking about how everyone except for one is looking the wrong way. But I, I beyond that, I have no fucking clue. Do you? Dude, I'm fucking stumped. I think he's losing it, to be honest. Like, I... <laughs> I, yeah. Okay, look. My love for Anthony Daniels would raise exponentially if he were just purely fucking with people. I mean, he's he, uh, he is fucking with people. But I mean, if nothing were coming at all, and this was all just bullshit, he would be my new favorite Star Wars actor of all time. Yeah, I don't know. I I would like to know, like, but I don't know. Part of me is just like, we'll get news when we get news. But then it's like sometimes I wake up in the morning and it's like, oh, I better check Twitter because something might drop. But that always happens like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Shit yeah. always drops during those days for some reason. Yeah, like right before the episode that we've recorded comes out. So then we yeah. just are not talking about the news at all. Yeah, we... <laughs> We're just ignoring it, guys. We just are like, yeah. oh yeah, let's just let's just wait. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, like anything less than the title is just gonna wait. If it's a title, uh, we'll do an emergency episode, or like at least do like fifteen or twenty minutes and then tack it on at the end of the episode. But can we have an emergency song, like an emergency podcast I mean, song? I mean, I mean, if you want to make an emergency podcast song, you can. <sighs> Oh, we'll God, see if if the mood yeah. if the mood strikes me if I really like the title we'll have an emergency podcast song. Are you drinking right now? I mean, I've had some wine. Oh, what kind of wine? Uh, it's just some red like table wine. Are you more of a red wine or a white wine? Red, I drink all year. I'll do white when it's hot out. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm more of a white wine. But Yeah, I don't know about Anthony Daniels. Um T R A V Travel. Maybe he's talking about how he's gonna be at uh celebration. I mean, no offense to Anthony Daniels, but that seems to not warrant that big of an announcement. Yeah. I don't know, though, but he didn't make a big deal that this was going to be... Do you think this is going to be the last time we're going to see 3PO and R2-D2 in movies? Um, I really don't know. I think it depends where they're going next. If they're doing anything around this time period again, then I think we'll see them. But I'm... I'm hoping they're not going to be like, like if there's a movie set a hundred years from episode nine, I I think we should be done with them. 
That's so sad. Like, what if something, like, happens to them? Well, not R2-D2. I don't know. That'd be so fucking sad. Not that 3PO wouldn't be, but... Damn. I'm always bringing up these sad things. Like, what have... What's going to happen to this character or Chewbacca will die in episode? I'm like, no. Look, I mean, I just don't need, I don't want to see them just for the sake of seeing them. Mm-hmm. I get that some people do, that some people really like that. But for me, like, unless they're actually going to be characters in the movie, I don't want to see them just to be a reference. Like, yeah, I get it. It's C3, but R2, yeah, everybody knows they are. I don't. You know, it's not like if we're if we're going a hundred years in the future or a hundred years in the past. I don't well, especially not a hundred years in the past it doesn't work anymore. But I just I don't think we need it, and I'd rather move on. Yeah. Huh. Well, I hope that we find out what Anthony Daniels is talking about soon-ish, or you know, or we can just never know. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, or fine we with it. we might already know by the time you're listening to this episode. Yeah. Yes. Uh, did you watch Resistance? Yes, I did. I watched it last night. Okay, guys, I was I was so ready to yell at you. Okay, no, that's good. What do you think? <laughs> okay. First- oh, uh, this was the First Order occupation. First off, I am surprised that, you know, like, back from vacation, Brittany is a new Brittany. I am accountable for my actions. I, if, if, you, if we're, we agree that we're going to watch a TV series, I'm going to watch a TV series. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's part of the new back from vacation Brittany so I, I don't want you to be surprised whenever I say yes I have watched Resistance because I will always remember but I liked it it was a good episode um I'm kind of not digging the whole uh romance with Sonara thing like I can Sonara just like be a fierce character without her having a romance with Kaz I mean she can do better than Kaz I do I do like the fact that she was just not giving him anything yeah, I agree. Like, because he was trying, and she was just, like, it was, like, just a fucking wall. It was awesome. Yeah. I think because he's like, we need to talk about food. And then when she escapes, she's like, I, I hope you uh, find someone to talk to food about, or I hope you find the right food or something. <laughs> I like her a lot. I hope we see more of her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure she's not gone completely. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I... My theory right now is the first... when the, While the First Order stuff gets worse, maybe we'll actually see... I mean, at least Sonara and maybe even Sonara leading some of the pirates to be like, nah, fuck the First Order. And come into the rescue. Yeah, I see that. Or like them teaming up with the people in the Colossus and being like, we're joining you. Fuck the Empire. I mean, sorry, yeah. First Order. Yeah. Um, I was slightly annoyed that after last ep- the last week's one when I gave him props for not for, for playing a cool scenario and not like spilling everything in order right away, that he is back to the goofy bullshit when the 
stormtroopers are questioning him with the whole spy what's a spy i've never heard a spy before why would you think i'm a spy i don't even know what the word spy means i hate that shit that's a wanting to go into star wars and punch him worthy moment and also how many fucking things in this episode did he trip over or run into Who's creating this show? Who thinks that children... Well, we're adults, so maybe kids actually find that shit funny. I don't know. I don't know any kids. I don't know any kids right now that watch this. I wonder if Eric Struthers' kids like find that. I would. I would be interested to see like what his kids find like funny, or even uh, Jason Ward's kids if they watch the show, like what they find like redeeming qualities of the show. You know. I mean, is it funny? Even if you're a kid, is it funny when it happens like five times in an episode? If it was there, like one, if you know, but I don't know. Like it was just one thing I could overlook it, but it was so many times in this episode, it started to drive me crazy. Yeah, let's Can find I- any other gag. Did you like that elevator scene? <laughs> I did like the elevator scene. <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird, but I'm like, I'm here for it. <laughs> Yeah, I that like that was really funny. It was it was played right. It was just this really super awkward. We're running for our lives, but now we're just in this elevator. And then that little dude came in, who was also like fuck the first order because they I don't know like stole his four buffer or whatever. Yeah, but. I don't know. I didn't see the preview for next episode, so I don't know what's going to happen. But wasn't, like, the description for this episode, like, someone, like, trips the First Order or someone, like, does something to the troopers? But I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. But, I don't know, Kaz just seemed, like, so angry about, like, the First Order troopers. And I, I understand that he could feel like nervous or something, but he was getting like angry about it. And I didn't really understand like why he got so angry when he was talking to, um, what's his name? Yeah. I just think. Yeah. 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 I feel like we need to know more of Kaz's backstory. Like, we know that he is working for the New Republic and then, like, working for the Resistance, but we don't know any of his motivations. Yeah, we... I would like to know more about, you know, his family or what drives him to want to help the Resistance. But we don't know anything, and I feel like we're finding out so much more about these other characters. Like, I really love Tora, you know? Yeah. And Jaeger is really interesting, too. Like, the episode with his brother, you know, we find out about his family. And that was really sad about his family. But nothing about Kaz. We just He just keeps tripping over shit. Yeah. Also, I feel like we haven't made any progress, or even honestly heard about it for a while, that the spy... That he's there to catch. Like, it seems we've kind of forgotten about that. Yeah. Maybe it's Niku. Dude, that would be 
that would be surprising if it was new. But I could see it accidentally being Niku. Like Niku thinking that he was like actually helping. Yeah, I could see that because he's just he doesn't understand any sort of social cues or anything. Like I can see the First Order like or someone manipulating Niku, and that's why he's revealing all this stuff because you know you see. When there were the stormtroopers, how open he was. He was like, this is Kazito Ziono, and he works with us, and he lives right here. I don't know. Yeah. you could. Have, there's also an argument made for, for Tam because of her reaction to the First Order in this episode. Yeah, she seemed pretty neutral, but she's like, well, they, saved, they saved Torah, you know? like Yeah, they're here for them. our security. And I, I like that we're getting that perspective yeah even if it's just for a little bit this idea that that, i mean that's how these people gain power is is because some people just see it as well we were being attacked by pirates and now we're not being attacked by pirates so i would prefer not to be attacked by pirates yeah hmm (sighs) well i'm you know, that's the season progresses, I enjoy the show more. So I'm happy about that. I mean, like, I really like these characters. You know, I I like the show, even though sometimes I'm not impressed with, you know, certain things Kaz does or something. But there, I feel like there always has to be that person in a show that you just can't fucking stand. And unfortunately, yeah, I just wish it, it weren't the main character. <laughs> it always is for Star Wars for some reason. Like, it's it was, it was Ezra for me, and then now it's just Kaz. But uh, do you want to get into our uh, spoilery section? Yeah. Okay. So some reference photos for Nine leaked, and we're going to talk about them. So if you don't want to know anything at all, you know, turn off the podcast now. I will say in terms of spoilers, like this is as spoilery as we're going to get. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not going to talk about stuff beyond this. I mean, frankly, if there are any more leaks after this, I don't even think I'm going to look at them. This was sort of I like it's mostly some costume stuff and some creature stuff, and the movie's so far away that that I was okay with this going forward. It's not going to be a regular thing for us. We're you know we're not going to talk about about like everything that. Megan Star Wars puts up or anything like that because it's just it's not what we do and it's personally not what I read so yeah I agree you want to have everyone you know listen to this podcast and not fear that they're going to find out something that uh, they don't want to find out until the movie comes out yeah but if you are somebody going in completely blind you know turn off now tune in next week we won't talk about these again it's all good yeah so all right so these popped up, uh, the article I pulled from, from makingstarwars.net, but the leak is from Star Wars Leaks on Reddit, a uh, poster named Jedi Praxis, who I was looking at, it looks like got them from a source who's been right before. And um, according according to the makingstarwars.net stuff, it, it confirms some of the stuff that they've talked about. And... It is. It's it's just it's reference photos. It's some concept art. There's 
pictures and then there's just a little like brief thing when everything is um i mean just look up stars leaks photos if you want to go through them with us and we'll just sort of talk about them mm-hmm. So the first one is A, and it's new alien. It's just concept art. It's a little sort of, I don't know, a little rodent-looking thing. He's got a little mustache. Yeah. His hair looks weird. It looks like he has like something on his head. That looks weird. And then... I think maybe he's wearing a hat. Maybe here. Let me zoom in. He looks small. He like has like wado feet. <laughs> yeah, he's got little three-toed feet. Yeah. Hmm. And then um, the second droid is a new droid that will annoy BB-8. I think it's cute. And is it just a little wheel? It's like a unicycle wheel. With a little droid head on it. But the droid head looks kind of like a bug. I thought it just looks like a megaphone. That too. Like it reminds me of like a a, a bug that would be from a... Uh... I don't know. Because I can see like the little antennas on the end. Because you see like the little like antenna things. Oh yeah, I see those. Yeah. So it's like a little, little bug. Little BB-8 bug. Yeah. It'd be cool to see him move around, I think. Much like it was to see BB-8 move around for the first time. Yeah. All right. Um, number th- uh, Oh, wait, you go. C is um, if it's reference photo that's supposed to be reference for Richard E. Grant as a First Order officer. Which is sort of what I was assuming Richard E. Grant was going to be because of Richard E. Grant's whole look fits with first order officer mm-hmm. Richard E. Grant let me see another picture of him again okay yeah I'm, yeah that's exactly I mean he's a skinny he, yeah he's a skinny white British dude so <laughs> that's where the skinny white British dudes go to the first order yeah or the Empire, but yeah. Oh. That should be interesting. I'm surprised that they're adding so many, like, well-known people to the First Order. But, um... We have D, a Resistance soldier. And he's kind of wearing, like, the... It almost looks like the hat that they were wearing on, um... Yavin in a new hope yeah. but it's more like it looks more of like something from like World World War Two. Like it almost looks like that's the outfit that I'm getting and then it looks like he's like wearing like a little vest thing, but it's like a strap and then like the the vest. Yeah, it's like it's some sort of I'm assuming some sort of like flak jacket or something. And it looks like it has an insignia on it. I'm assuming that's what the thing right under this little smudge right under the strap. Yeah, seeing like the colors of everyone in the resistance, it looks like they're on like a either like a jungly planet or 
something with a lot of green or, you know, like a different color palette, which I'm excited to see. Lots of greens and browns. Mm -hmm. And white. We'll get to some uh, white or off uh, off light brown color looking. Um, We also have E, Dominic Monaghan, as a resistance officer. And he has some mutton chops. Does and he's just, I mean, in terms of outfit, looks like a dude I could see on the train every day. <laughs> he's in dark brown pants and then like a tan shirt. Okay, so I mean, I guess we have confirmation of who he is. Yeah. Did you see that picture with him and Marie, Kelly Marie Tran a couple weeks ago? Oh my god, he's they're adorable. Mm-hmm. He looks so happy to be in Star Wars. I would be too. I would be too. I know he had the mutton chops, um, obviously, there too. So everyone was like asking a bunch of questions. But I'm excited to see what kind of character he's going to be in this movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then... F is a new alien. Hmm. Yeah, again, we get a hat. <laughs> Gotta love the hats. And this uh, coat. And it reminds me of uh, Kira's coat, but it's blue. I was thinking he looks sort of like a revolutionary France era dandy. What? Yeah, like if you look at like the fancy, like the French Revolution, like the the sort of like the the wealthy people in that era, it was like these really like close cut coats that would flare out, and there'd be like fancy pants and shit. That's what he looks like to me. I forgot there was a- like you could put that you could put that outfit on somebody in like a seventeen hundreds eighteen hundreds painting. And if they were wearing like a one of those curly white wigs, it looked totally normal. Yeah, I forgot they had a name for that. Okay, yeah, because I'm looking at pictures right now, and I see the fancy coat and like the puffy pants. Yeah, I don't know that's what yeah. I thought of. And then we see a young Mon Cal. Yeah. We got an email about this too. And I'm not going to talk about it until we read the email, but it, it made me laugh when I, when I saw this again. Yeah. yeah. And H, we have Ray in white. Yeah. I like it. And she's got like some. Like arm bands, it looks like. Because there's one like up on her upper arm. In addition to like the wrap that she has around her, her lower arm. Yeah, she's wearing obviously like kind of like a belt. And then the sleeves are cut to the shoulders. Um, Her hair is back. I think it's just it's not, she's not going to have like the, probably, she'll probably have all the buns. But I feel like you'd see the buns from that angle. She looks tiny. Tiny thing. 
I love her. She's the best. I know. I'm getting uh, Padme Geonosis vibes from this outfit. Oh, I can see that. I like it. All right. What else do we have? Um, we got two Kylo photos. One is Kylo in the mask and a hood. The other is a shot of the mask that's been, I guess, sort of repaired with some glowy red stuff. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of bringing the mask back. I feel like it was more menacing without the mask. Well, I think it is like him, at least at the beginning of the movie, like he's going to be really embracing the Supreme Leader Kylo Ren thing. Mm-hmm. And so he's got to go back to the scary mask. Though, I mean, maybe just get a new mask. I don't know why you got to wear this jacked up one that you smashed because you had a little temper tantrum. Just get a new mask, dude. You're the fucking leader of the First Order. They'll make you a mask. Maybe he's really big on recycling. (laughs) Sure, that's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. First Order, they're really big on recycling. I mean, they blow up planets, but recycling, that's the top of their list. Um, We also have uh, Poe in uh, something they call Adventure Poe. I'm ready to see Oscar Isaac in that on screen. I'm getting... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting Indiana Jones vibes. Do you see it? Yes, I can. I mean, look, it's nothing fancy, but it's an adventure outfit. Mm -hmm. I love an event. Good old adventure outfit. Is he wearing a scarf? Looks like it. He looks like someone that would assist me on uh, the Jungle Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Kilimanjaro Safari. That too. (sighs) I like a scarf. Uh, I wish I had more scarves like that. Like I like the whole, like, just it's around your neck and it's like you're... Not being, like, strangled by your scarf, but it's, like, you don't have to, like, adjust it too much because it's, you know. He's also wearing, like... I like I like the concept of scarves more than I like the actuality of scarves. Because after about five minutes of wearing a scarf, I'm, I'm done with the scarf. Yeah. I feel like it depends on what kind of scarf it is, what kind of material it is. And I hate the ones where it's like they're long and you have to like play with it because I get too self-conscious and I'm like, no, it's it's longer on one side than the other. And then it's like I do something and then it's all messed up. I need like more scarf styling ability if I'm going to wear scarves. I just need styling ability in general. Like I'm that person that finds a sweater that I like and think it's nice and comfortable and then buys it in like seven different colors. Oh, yeah, that's the way yeah. to go. All right. Um, we also have um, a new alien mask. It's unfinished, I guess, though, but... Uh, 
It's it's a new it's another it's yet another slug faced alien. You don't have enough slugs in Star Wars. No. Nah. So we need more. <laughs> we have another one too. We have a uh horned pilot. Yeah. And he's got he's got downward curving horns and then he's got like two more horns like coming out of his chin. Sexy. He looks friendly. I'd get him a beer. Yeah, I'd drink with that guy. Yeah, he probably has some good stories. I would not drink with the next guy. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? His name is uh, New Alien. <laughs> what a name. He reminds me of... You know Salad Fingers? Oh, yeah. I know Salad yeah. Fingers. He reminds me of Salad Fingers. Yeah, I would just got to go with generic jump scare in a horror movie. Like if you're watching like in if you're watching Insidious or something and the camera pans and suddenly you just see that guy out of the corner on the corner of the screen for like 10 seconds, you know the ones who aren't real characters, they're just there to signal that bad things are going to happen. That's what that guy looks like to me. Yeah. Salad fingers. All right. Um, do you want to get to the most important picture of them all? Oh my god! Oh my god! All yes, right. I do. We have old Lando in a yellow shirt and a cape. I can't believe we have a cape. I'm so, we have to. If we didn't have a cape. I I don't know how I could have dealt with it. He had to have a cape. There was never an option. He looks so good. God damn, man. Billy D, he's awesome. He's the best. I love him. I can't not wait to see Lando. I'm excited. I Do you think we're going to get him in the first trailer? Maybe. Here's the thing is, I don't know, like, outside of the, like, when, like, fandom Star Wars fans as opposed to, like, everybody else who just likes Star Wars. I don't know, outside of fandom Star Wars, how much people care about Lando. I, I, and I don't mean that in a, they definitely don't. I mean, I literally have no idea. Okay, that's interesting. I don't know. I, I assume that people like Lando. I mean, like, if, if we're talking about outside of fandom, I don't think that people obsess over uh, Ben Mendelsohn like we all do. But, I mean. Yeah, but, I mean, like, it's not. I mean, for me, if I were making a trailer specifically for me and you ended it with with Lando the way you ended the Force Awakens one with Chewie were home. Like to me, that's almost the same level of draw, like emotionally. Yeah, I agree. So it would make sense to put him in to to, make, to put him in a first trailer, but I I don't know if that makes sense to general public Star Wars fans. I think general public Star Wars fans like Lando in those movies. He's a popular character, and he was po- he was like most people say the best part of Solo. Yeah. But I don't know if he's I don't know if he's somebody you think to put in a trailer. I think so. I think that Lando, you know, is important enough in the uh trilogy 
in four, five, and, six, and five and six that, of course, people are going to get excited when they see him. I mean, I feel like what most the most that we're going to get is just you know different scenes, and then we'll see him standing or him like talking or something. But I don't know like what they would end the trailer with. I feel like they'd end the trailer with something surprising, like the final battle between Kylo and Ray. I don't know. You okay? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at Lando. Oh, okay, I just heard like heavy breathing. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking about, Lando? I'm just excited. Yeah. I'm so glad. I was so annoyed when he wasn't in the last movie. A lot of people were. I remember people like writing to him or no, just being like, I, I think it was, wasn't it like Amanda Ward that said like, fuck you, Ryan Johnson for not having Lando in episodes. Uh, so Amanda. But um, we also have some uh, costumes. Uh, they look, they're very vibrant in color. A lot of like dresses looks like we have a, orange dress with a long necklace oh wait no wait are these like oh these are people i mean these yeah these are creatures yeah they've got sort of like their their heads are all black and they've got like a elongated sort of horse elephanty thing going on in the face I don't know. They look interesting. I mean, I like the the vibrant colors that they have. So that's fun. All right. And then last year we have another slug, but this is a really sad looking slug. He needs a cupcake. It's another little penisy looking dude. Sort of like we got in uh, previous films. We always need a penis dude slug and a penis dude he has like uh horns like really small horns on the side of his face that kind of look like cat whiskers like enlarged yeah horns or tendrils or something yeah he looks bummed i would be too if i was a penis slug he doesn't have any arms he has like little like leg things that I wonder how he walks. He probably just like waddles. waddles. I don't know, but that was an interesting bunch of pictures. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to laugh if like something comes out and it says, oh yeah, those are fake. <laughs> there goes 30 minutes of our podcast. <laughs> uh, but it's all good. I mean, these are cool. I mean, I think my favorite was Lando and then Ray. And then Poe is probably my second favorite. I like the Poe one a lot. I like Ray a lot. I like the good old new droid guy. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Okay, should we get to some should we get to some email? Yes, email. Okay, we got one from Catherine Neen. He writes in a lot. And that is 
Delightfully bent love story. The star of Rogue One and Captain Marvel, Ben Mendelsohn, is in Australia to shoot bittersweet comedy Baby Teeth. And then it's it's a a LinkedIn article in The Age, which is the um, newspaper in Australia. And yeah, it's just talking about Ben Mendelsohn being back in Australia to shoot this new movie. He's got a sweet, sweet mustache in it. Yes. Dad stash. It's, it's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, and this is what's described as a bittersweet comedy. It has Mendelssohn and Essie Davis as protective parents who realize their seriously ill teenage daughter has fallen in love with a drug dealer. Ah, oh, fuck. One of those movies. <sighs> yeah. But bittersweet comedy. Bittersweet comedy. So I don't think it's going to be like... Um, it's not going to be another like fucking Una or something. It's going to be sad like that one we saw. But <sighs> I'm excited for another Mendo movie. Uh, do we have one for, did we have one for January? We haven't done one in a while. We need to do mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Do you have any ideas of one that we should do? Should we do the one with Ryan Gosling? Um, I don't know if I'm okay. up to that. And he's not, you know, I kind of want to cover some of the ones he has a bigger part in first. Uh, we could do The Big Steel, which Turbo sent me a copy of that I could save to you. Or he just had a new one come out. Uh, and it, But it's on it's on VOD as well as theaters. Mm. So, like, you can rent it. And that is called On Together. That's the one where he plays, like, an aging rock star. Oh, that's an interesting. We haven't had aging rock star Mendo. Yeah, okay, do you want to do that one? Let's do that one for not next week, but the week week after. That sounds good because next month's Mendo movie is going to be uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll do Untogether for episode eighty one. Wow, eighty one. Which. Will technically come out on March first, but fuck it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because stupid February is short. If February were normal month with normal amount of days, then it would still be the February. We'll have two monthly Mendo movies in March then. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's fine. Bye, monthly Mendo movies. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you, Catherine, for uh, thank you, Catherine. sending that. Uh, do you want me to read the one from Adele? Sure. All right. This is from Adele. Ladies, it is so wonderful to have Brittany back, but I also loved Emily's shows. I, for one, would have loved to hear the full 40-minute tangents on Thomas Cromwell. <laughs> Release the tapes. <laughs> thank you. Um, in the meantime, how does Darth Vader eat? In Empire Strikes Back, he is shown in some of Pod with the top half of his helmet removed. Was it dinner time? On the other hand, in Return of the Jedi, Luke says he will die if he takes off the mask. If his suit breathes for him, can he even eat? Does the food sustain him? Is he hooked up to an IV which provides nutrition? Has he moved beyond the need for physical sustenance? I have been trying to figure this out for a while and would love to your input on this topic. Until next time, Adele. Tubes. I think he's like a tube. Like they they feed him through like tubes or something. Yeah, I think it's maybe like even built like built into the suit. Yeah. 
Oh, here we go. This is from from Wikipedia. Um, let me see if I can. Fi I'll, I'll, I'll once I read this, I'll try to figure out what their source on it is. But it says Vader could take food through his mouth, but only when when he was inside a hyperbaric chamber, since he had to remove his triangular respiratory vent. It was therefore easier for Vader to receive to receive nourishment through liquids, intravenous and otherwise, and to rely on catheters, collection pouches, and recyclers to deal with liquid and solid waste. Though liquids were preferable, he still had the capacity to chew if he wished. Though nutrient feed provided Vader with all the nourishment he required. In the event he did desire oral consumption, he would ingest rapid med vita paste via straws located inside the grills of his face mask. Oh, come on. <laughs> Fuck off. Straws inside the grills of his face mask. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> yes, yeah, and some of that is from the, like, it looks like the... Star's data bank, and then there was apparently some sort of yeah. reference book all about his suit. Hmm. All right, so there we go. He's got straws inside his mask. Jesus, that's sexy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going with he. It's all intravenous. Yeah. Thank you, Adele. And then we got one from Rabia, and Rabia is talking about the actual the, the the photos that we were talking about earlier. And this is episode nine close. Hello, counterfighters. I hope you guys are doing well. I saw the Reddit leaked pictures, and I really didn't like most of them. I mean, <laughs> maybe in the movie, when it's a decent sized picture and movement, it'll look better. But overall, the costumes range from standard to bad. I mean, Richard E. Grant and Dominic Monaghan are dressed in an average-looking First Order and Resistance attire, respectively. And dressing Ray in pure white with one side draped down make the, makes the costume look unfinished. And God, no one goes on an adventure wearing pure white. You're going to get dirty really fast. Also, Lando's costume looks bad. If you wore a very similar outfit to what you wore in your youth, but it doesn't look as good, that's a sign not to wear it. Sorry for the negativity, but I feel like I'm in mode and someone needs to tell all the people the <laughs> truth. Anyway, keep on podcasting, Rabia. P.S. The character label G, Young Mon Kamar, look like he has an eyeshadow palette on his chest. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> That's what I was laughing about. It looks like he's wearing the Sephora eyeshadow palette on his chest. <laughs> right, what I, th like, I, th I think that's just, it's like, it's like a color test thing where when they're, when they're doing costumes and stuff people will just hold like a, a color palette so you can see how different things play off like you'll see that on other in other like costume text pictures so i think that's what's going on there but yeah that's what it, it does look like an eyeshadow palette i feel like i know exactly what eyeshadow palette i'm because I'm, okay i'm sephora right now there's this one like sephora brand eyeshadow palette i want to know the i want to find the name of it like, cause it looks exactly like that. Damn it! But damn, I'm I'm only laughing because I am enjoying the just honesty of just she's just like ah, I hate it. <laughs> I mean, okay, look, that, yeah, okay. I mean, starting off, I can't get behind thinking Lando doesn't look good because when we see Lando on screen in that outfit, moving like Billy D. Williams moves. And I know, I mean, I know the dude has a cane now, but 
Billy D. Williams doesn't fuck around, and he's going to look fucking awesome on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang, I guess like I... when that cape when that cape's back off his shoulders, no, he's going to look fine as hell. Yeah. How would you dress him? I want to know how Rabia would dress him. Would you have him wear a cape, Rabia? Would you... What color would the cape be? Emily, if you could dress him, what cape color would you have him wear? I... I, It's hard to turn down the blue cape. Mm-hmm. It's such a great cape. Yeah. But Lando's gotta be Lando. I don't care if Lando's old, he's still gotta be flamboyant. Yeah. I found the eyeshadow palette that Mon Cal's wearing. Okay. It's the Sephora Collection Pro Editorial Palette. $68. If you want to recreate the look, just get the palette and wear it. Get a pair of black pants and like a white shirt and then the palette. And then it looks like there's like some, it looks like he has like paper underneath that. Just get like a a blue piece of paper and write on it. And that's how you can recreate that costume. It's perfect. Uh, the Ray thing, I don't know. I mean, I, the draping down on one side, we've seen from her before. I'm fine with that. White, is it practical? No. Uh, if this is her adventuring outfit, that's a little bit weird. Maybe it's not. Maybe this is her, like, doing training on a spaceship somewhere, like, kicking things, sparring outfit. I don't know. But I can't, I can't necessarily be like, well, you can't wear white because fucking Leia, man. Yeah. And I know they're very different characters who are doing very different things, especially when Leia's in the, like, the iconic Leia dress that was not meant to be an adventuring outfit. But that that sort of makes me okay with the white anyway, because it just, I just think of Leia. Yeah. I don't know. I really, I really like it. I just, I don't know what else Ray would wear, you know? Like, she wouldn't wear a dress, obviously. You know, she wouldn't wear, like, pants like Poe or something I don't know I just I think it fits her character well and I think it's very very Ray. but um Poe I like Poe too I like Indiana Poe yeah yeah I like the rolled up sleeves maybe we'll see some muscle I like that that would be nice yeah that would be we, we deserve some muscle after that weird Kylo Ren scene where he just has his shirt off and he's like sweating a lot. Ugh. He needs some Poe muscle. Huh, but uh, thank you for the email. Um, I, I hope that some costumes episode dine uh, really uh, change your mind about this or something. Yeah, it's look at the end of the day, it's still going to be Star Wars, and there's going to be some outrageously cool, visually interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe not quite to the scale of Canto Bite, but 
yeah i mean there's still tons more to see so hopefully there's stuff that you end up liking kinto bite that's us that is us my dad was talking to to me the other day and he had assumed that we had just come up with the name Canto Bite and like didn't know anything about it until episode eight came out. Like he saw it in the movie and he's like, wow, they're so smart. Like, how do they know there would be something called, called Canto Bite? And I'm like, dad, we knew about it like a year in advance. <laughs> I mean, we did it because we knew it was the casino planet. No, that's what I told him. And he's like, oh, I thought you just were guessing. I'm like, no. We knew. We, we knew exactly what kind of planet it would be and everything. <sighs> better than the time. Yeah. Better than my sister thinking that this podcast was called Two Girls, One Pod. <laughs> Anything's better than that. I mean... I mean, quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if it is the name of a podcast out there, but it's a little bit weird of a name for a Star Wars podcast. Let me see if it's a podcast. Yep, it's uh, Two Girls, One Podcast. There's a couple of Two Girls, One Podcast, but I'm too afraid to look up Two Girls, One Pod because I feel like I'd get more of the actual um, thing. (laughs) Yeah, well, I know, like, I mean, you could look it up just through like a podcatcher you'd probably be fine yeah but i mean there's other plays on that i know um australian comedian will anderson um and his uh the actor uh, buddy charlie clausen who do one of my favorite podcasts tofop also do an australian rules football podcast called two guys one cup because at that point like i think like when they started in like the history of their teams their respective teams had only won the championship each once Mm -hmm. so Hmm. there's there's lots of titles out there that play with that but doesn't make sense for star wars yeah i don't know it's my sister so i'm not too surprised i'm just more surprised that she actually was like telling people like she would get drunk at parties and tell people my sister has a star wars podcast called two girls one pod What's hilarious is it's like it's not even connected to anything that our podcast is called. (sighs) Oh, well, well, I mean, at least we have like a good name. I mean, it it goes with everything like, you know, it goes to Star Wars and, you know, I dispatch. So also um, I'm looking for jobs. So someone please hire me. (laughs) I need a job. (laughs) Uh, applying for jobs sucks oh my god it's the worst like i think i've been i've been working for like the same company for almost seven years now and like i had to do like applications through them but there was like a time when like i was working at an old place and i'm like i need to get the fuck out of here and like that sucked but like now like just you need so much stuff to like apply for certain places like i'm applying for like dispatching positions and it's like you need to have this you need to have that but then some people don't have this and then some people are like how much do you think you should get paid and then some people are like hey attach this and it's like oh, i don't have this and then i had to buy my transcripts it's a lot but i'm not complaining i mean it's just it's yeah 
I just want to be able to go to celebration because I have to break that news to my boss that um, <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I still need to tell my boss, too, because I'm just going to be like, hey, I'm taking two weeks off. But yeah, I need to do I Probably I need to do that next week, actually. Yeah, I know. I I have jury duty, too, because I got summoned for that. Ooh. And I swear, like the government loves me. Like I go to jury duty at least once a year. But I don't mind it. Oh wow, really? Yeah, I don't mind it. Like in yeah, yeah. Out here, once you serve, you if you I mean if you actually get chosen and serve on a jury, then you don't serve again for I think it's like you you keep the little lighter, then you're good for like six years. I mean, you can get called for other stuff like you know, obviously, like you can get called to district court or federal court. But I've been picked twice. I've been on two juries. I've been on one. It sucked. I really enjoy it. But uh, the last one was really enjoyable. But um, there was like, it, it was sad. It was like this uh, convicted felon who tried to like kidnap his mother, tried to kidnap his mother-in-law. And what the fuck? And it happened on Christmas Eve. And it was just, it was really sad. And. The police came to the door. He tried to shoot the police through the door. And then a gang member that he knew tried to come to the door to save the mother-in-law. And he shot him. And Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. Hopefully I'll get picked again for jury duty. I enjoy it. I mean, my work pays me to do it. but So that's nice. It's on like a Wednesday. So that's usually a day that I have to work graveyard. So... Any day that I get to sleep like a normal person <laughs> is a good day. <laughs> All right. So, Brittany, where can people find you on the Twitter and Instagram? You can find me on Twitter as Canto Brit and Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. What about you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. You can find the podcast at Canto Bite Pod. You can send us emails, cantobypod at gmail.com, send us voicemail, send us uh, fuck, marry, kill suggestions, send us top three topics. We haven't done any of those for a while. Um, slash users slash EFLind if you want a Cantobite t shirt. And if you have iTunes, please rate and review us on there to help raise the profile of our little pod. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, tell us your favorite Girl Scout cookie. What's yours, Emily? Um, the, uh, what are they called? Uh, fucking Samoas? The caramelly coconut ones, even though I don't like coconut, I like them in those mm. cookies. I know, those are kind of good. Yeah, I'm more of a Thin Mints. But fucking, you know, oh, Thin Mints are great, but you can't fucking, I can't ever find fucking co- uh, Girl Scout cookies out here. I'll send you some. I'll send you like six boxes. Okay. That's a lot. <laughs> Have you had the s'more ones? Are the s'more ones? I was just going to say, those are so good. I love them. I love them. Oh, my God. I want them really bad. I'll send you some but I don't know anybody who has kids or like if they have, ki- I mean, out here or the people I know who have kids have like babies. I don't know anybody who has kids in Girl Scouts. Is anyone in your office have Girl Scouts? <laughs> have Girl no. Scouts. Do they own any Girl Scouts? Do you work by like a an elementary school or a middle school or anything? No, well that's the thing. It's not. I've never seen like like when I you know I'm from Indiana, 
there would be like I'd go to the grocery store and the Girl Scouts would have like a table outside the grocery store. That that doesn't seem to happen here. Do you think there'll be Girl Scout cookies at Celebration? Let me see how long they sell Girl Scout cookies for. Well, because the Girl Scout cookie thing, it seems to be like it hits different parts of the country at different times, doesn't it? All right. I'm on the FAQs on Girl Scout cookies on the Girl Scouts website. I should know. I used to be a fucking Girl Scout. Um, where, when do Girl Scout cookies go on sale? Uh, Girl Scout cookies can be purchased from the girls participating in the Girl Scout program only during your local council's cookie season. To find cookies, learn where your cookie season starts in your community and locate cookie sale booths. Either your zip code and the find cookies search box. All right. I'm not going to ask you for your zip code right now because I don't, I don't think you, you want people to know your zip code. So we'll wait until we're done recording. <laughs> when I looked it up last year, there was like one place that was doing it and it was only during like they, they only sold them until like it was like two days a week and it was only until like 4 p.m. And I'm like, motherfucker, I work in an office. You could buy Girl Scout cookies online through Amazon. If you want to pay a shit ton of money for them. It is $2. Okay, so a box of Girl Scout cookies now is $5. It used to be 4 I think it's more now. I don't know, but um, you can buy four boxes of Do-Si-Dos for $25. But yeah, that's why is not it only any. three stars? Oh, I know those cookies aren't that good, but maybe they're... Well, also, who even knows who the fuck you're buying them from? I don't want to buy them from, like, some fucking weirdo who's had them for, like, three years mm-hmm. sitting in their basement. Oh, my God. We're still recording your fucking podcast. No. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, Ghetto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a ghetto bitch. Brittany, the Jinj, and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, ghetto bitch number one.